Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley. A familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. It is Forbes Riley, and I want to welcome you to a very special and unique edition of the Forbes Factor Radio Show. I've got two guests joining me in a little bit that I promise you are going to want to hear from and meet. Uh, They are both phenomenal celebrities in their own right, in their own world. They have never met. It's a little bit of a a meeting of the minds, and I I can't even wait. I'm not. I'm just going to wait till they show up, come onto the show. But I want to start the show by talking about things that are important to me as, you know, I'm all about lately how to up-level your personal game. I have been doing digital marketing now with my daughter for the last two years, and we crushed a company. We literally hit the seven-figure mark in the first year. We're now entering into our third year, and it's we have 14,000 students. And so I'm so excited to share what we're doing, what we're up to. And one of the things that I've been talking about, and you're going to hear me on Clubhouse, on Facebook, on morning shows, I have a new book coming out called The ABCs of Pitching, and I'm obsessed with this word. I've always been obsessed with this word, but everyone used to make fun of me. Oh, there's no pitching here, Forbes. We don't want to hear you sell. I'm like, guys, I wake up in the morning and I'm pitching. I roll over to my beautiful husband and say, hey, could you rub my neck? He says, yes. I'm like, I win. That's a pitch. I'm going to Las Vegas next week. If I can upgrade my room, that's a pitch. If you get yes. Now, it can be selling. But to me, pitching is enrolling. It was to enroll each other to show up to events. To By the way, I put a challenge out to my group the other week. And I said, I want you to literally right now invite someone. We had a very special big mastermind. We charge a lot of money for masterminds. And I said, I'll let your friends come in free. Just call them right now and get them to show up. Half of the people could not get someone to enroll for free. It wasn't the price point, obviously, right? It wasn't that they weren't friends. It just was their power of the pitch. And the irony is that when you do give something for free, people are even more suspicious and don't want to show up because they're like, oh, there's a scam because nothing in life is free. It was 100% free, no strings attached. And I had students who could not enroll someone for free. What is going on there? So I'm obsessed with this idea. And for the new year, you're going to hear me talk about this called One Minute to Millions. Now, if somebody else besides me says they can help you with One Minute to Millions, run. Because if it sounds too good to be true, guess what? Uh, It usually is, right? Well, in my case, One Minute to Millions is how I live my life. I am a commercial actress and producer. We create one minute commercials. Do you know if you want to buy a minute, a one minute, 60 seconds of time on the Super Bowl, Right now, you're going to pay $3.5 million for that one minute of airtime. So don't tell me that one minute's not worth millions. It's worth a lot. And so I did infomercials and commercials. We would air, my, one of my minutes was over $350,000. I'm sorry, $350 million. $350 million. It cost $350,000 to produce, but it grows 10 times its money. And once we produced it and sent it to the TV stations, we never reshot it. It was over and over again. So many of you know me from the Jack LaLanne Power Juicer infomercial. I shot that with Jack and his wife in Toronto, Canada in 2003. And I got checks every month 
for the next nine years from one day's worth of work. Yeah. So it comes down to the quality of the pitch, the quality of the product, the skills of the pitcher and this medium called video. Now I didn't invent it, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people who are profiting so much now because of YouTube and TikTok. It's all video. You don't have to be there. It airs when you're asleep. But when you can pitch and create this, and now you don't need to do a big expensive infomercial, but you do need to understand the format of how to do it. So my one minute to millions training, which you can get at one minute to millions.com is in fact a very cool system where you start by saying, hi, my name is, I'm known as, and then I get you to to crush down what you do into just three words. So no longer can you say, hi, my name is Forbes Riley. And I'm known as somebody who likes to hang out and talk a lot and get people excited. No, no, no. Hi, I'm Forbes Riley. I'm known as the queen of pitch. Ooh, drop a mic. And then there's the next line, because, and what I'm up to now, and, 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 right? So I love when people say to me, but Forbes, I do so many things. Of course you do. We all do. But what do you want the listener to know? What's the most important at this moment? So one of my clients comes to me and said, oh, Forbes, I'm from India. And you know, I do a lot of things. I sell high-end watches in Beverly Hills. I own yachts. I have houses in Dubai. I do real estate, luxury shoes. How could I ever, ever, ever do three words? I said, Devin, really? Look who you're talking to. You now say that you are the, li- the luxury lifestyle specialist. Oh, mic drop. He's been saying that for years. And so when I can get you to do that and your communication up levels to that and there's clarity, the cool thing about having clarity in your communication is there's a sense of confidence that happens because all of a sudden you're like, I want to go out and and test drive this. Many of you guys remember, I did this with my name. My name is very unusual. And for a while people would go, I would say, hi, my name is Forbes Rowdy. And they're like, what's your name? I'm like Forbes. They're like, oh, that's your last name. What's your first name? I'm like, okay, why am I playing this game? My name is Forbes Riley. Then they would say, are you sure? (laughs) I would go, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And then it dawned on me that those precious minutes that were wasted arguing about my name could be solved so simply. And so now what I do, I almost do it all the time. Hey, everybody, my name is Forbes, Forbes Riley, Forbes as in the magazine. Nice to meet you. And all of a sudden, there's this different level of respect that comes over them when I do it that way. And then we move on. So I am now drilling down and specializing in what it means for you to up your level of communication. What do you want to tell people? What's the most important thing you want to hear from them? So I'm very excited because we've got two very special guests. And my first guest is going to be blown away when he meets my second guest and and vice versa. How cool is that? Um, But this is a gentleman that just keeps popping up into my consciousness. I watched a television show or even a YouTube yesterday. He and his brother were on the couch and I was compelled to watch this because I have a little girl in my life who deals a lot with what Michael deals with. And I was, I'm fascinated. I've known her since she was eight years old and now she is not only blossoming, but she's, she called me the moment that this little girl, who the cool thing about her is that she smiles all the time. I'm going to say all this before she gets here. And we owe each other a lot. She helped me understand how to be happy all the time. I'm going to start to cry. And there was one morning when she called me and she was beaming and she sits in a wheelchair and she'll never get out of the wheelchair, not full time as much as we've been trying. And she said, I just won Miss Wheelchair 2019 and I owe it to you. And I want to thank you. And I'm like, oh man, you don't owe anything to me. You owe it to your mom, you owe it to all of us who, who believe in you, but it's you and it's always been you. 
And uh, and she's a very special little girl. And I'm going to invite her to come and join us in a little bit. But first, I would like you to meet Michael. Michael Kutcher has also overcome some challenges. We've talked on Clubhouse. And the crazy thing about Clubhouse is we're all very equal. We're all very little circles there. You can't see us. You don't really know who we are. But I believe that when you can hear somebody's voice, you hear the truth of who they are, you learn so much more about him. And so, like I said, he keeps popping up. And this morning I was in a room and my one of my dearest friends, Amelia, like just shouts him out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to say hi. And then last minute I said, dude, I'm doing a show. Can you pop in? He says, as soon as I drop my daughter off, I'm there. And ladies and gentlemen, please meet Mr. Michael Kutcher. <laughs> Hi, Forbes. How you doing? I am on fire. I'm awesome. And I'm so glad that you're joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great, great. What well, you know what? You talk about coincidences and you talk about how I'm you know, think coming out in and out of your lives. And I just I tell you, I haven't been on the clubhouse for Probably a year. Oh, really? Maybe about a year. So I, I just happened to have some some downtime. And I was like, I wonder if these people are still around. So I I popped into the room and uh, our dear friend Amelia was there. And, uh, you know, Amelia, as you know, loves to shout people out that she cares about dearly. And, uh, yeah, and here we are. I've, I've seen you around the club and I've heard you and you're, your words of wisdom, and uh, it's great to great to meet you finally. Well, and, you probably uh, grew up. You probably grew up watching me and didn't realize it, because late night for about in uh, about twenty years, I hosted every infomercial out there, from the Jacqueline Juicy to George Foreman to Billy Mays to, and then twenty eight years of home shopping. And I know you won't admit that you watched infomercials, but oh, I did. I totally did. Like the juicers and the sticks. Yeah, yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So- I, but back then, I didn't make it a big deal about me. I was an actress. And people would say, oh, you sell crap on TV. I'm like, yeah, I sell a lot of it. I do really well while I'm working on my acting career. But thank you very much. And I realized, I'm, Michael, in my career, that, that's how I met Amelia. We did an infomercial for her soap works. We grossed over $2.5 billion. We've got to have a side hustle. It's a good side hustle, don't you think? I got one on my own. What's your side hustle? Speaking. So oh. I work, so I'm in the financial industry uh, full-time, but, uh, you know, we, motivational speaking, I started doing, you know, telling my story and, and outreaching to people with my story. And then finally one day someone said, you know, you should really do this. You should really go and be on stage and tell your story. And it took a while. I crafted the story, put it together. And now, you know, I speak all over the country to, to various audiences and just talking about perseverance, purpose, and perspective. Oh, I love that. Well, I will have to share with you because I'm on tour right now with a company called Real Summits, and I'm a headline speaker with Les Brown and Deepak Chopra, and we have to have a conversation about this, my friend. All right, there's people who don't know who you are, so I'm going to step off here, and I'm going to let you just share your story a little bit and tell everybody who you are and what is that you're up to. Yeah, so... I mean, a, a little bit like my my long story and a short synopsis. Um, I was born with cerebral palsy at the age of three. I have a twin brother, um, and he was, you know, born and did didn't have any any complications. But I was diagnosed about the age of three years old, and you know, long story short, I, I hid my disability for a long, long time, 
um, because of the stigma of, you know, what people would think of, of an individual with a disability and, you know, not only, you know, what my friends might think, but also my coworkers and, and, and everything. So I hid that for a long time. Um, and then I finally uh, was able to come into that identity uh, by a few few. Well, can, I, can I stop you there for a second? Because yeah, yeah. I know Christine since she's been about eight years old. What yeah. do you mean you hid your disability? It's not like you have bad eyesight and you can hide that. How did your disability well, show up for you? Yeah, so, so I have cerebral palsy, right? And it's a, it, I have a very mild form of cerebral palsy to where I don't use a gate walker. I don't need a, a device to, to speak. So my impairments are my eyesight, my hearing, I have a speech impediment and I have, a, I have a little bit of a mobility issue on my right side. So Forbes, if you saw me walking down the street, you wouldn't say, hey, that guy has a disability, right? Okay. So I, you know, I, I started wearing contact lenses. I started not wearing my hearing aids. Um, I started doing a lot of things to mask my disability because I didn't want people to know, you know, I was. I it's was, funny that you call it a disability. Did someone else tell you it was a disability or that you, when you were little? Well, so here's the thing. I don't actually call it a disability. I, I hate the word disability because I think the word disability has a, neg- a negative connotation to it. Um, so I like to use the term diffability. Thank you. I, I think we're all different. And we all have different abilities. And if we start viewing ourselves as different ability, able people, then uh, I think the world becomes a better place. Um, but yeah, I, I was probably eight, nine years old when my mom kind of talked to me about my disability. And, um, you know, that. I really didn't understand it at eight, nine years old. Um, and because within, within my household, everyone treated me normal, right? No one really catered to Michael because he could or couldn't do something. And Are there other brothers and sisters in your family? Yeah, so I have a twin brother, Ashton. Right. And then uh, my sister is three years older than us. Okay, so I have a set of twins as well. And that's right. interesting. Yep. So it was all quality in the household, right? So my mom was like, you know, Michael, you're going to do everything that your your brother can do, right? So we're twins. So he, I'm kind of looking up to him to things that I can do in my life and, and achieve successes. And he really drove me to be, to, you know, fight and to, to persevere and, and, and achieve things. So and I love that. And that's what twins do. I watch my, my, my kids, how they push each other and how lucky to have somebody that, that embraces you and loves you for who you are. I mean, the guy, the guy pushes me today, right? He motivates me today. And just the, the things that he does, you know, I, I grew up in the era of be like Mike, right? Uh, but it, to me, it was always like, be like Chris. Like my, my brother's real name is Chris. Um, so to me, it was always be like Chris. So I was always trying to challenge myself to run as fast as he can and ride the bike as fast as he can and and do certain things. So you really motivated me. 
um, growing up. And like I said, still does. We've got one minute to my first break. I'm excited to hear about that. Uh, Christine is telling me that she's not feeling very well. I'm going I'm to get her on the phone no matter what. Hey, guys, you know, we're going to take our first commercial break. We'll be right back after this because I can't wait to hear more. Michael's motivating me right now out of my mind. And uh, you're not going to want to miss the rest of this interview. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Forbes Factor. I'm having a very in-depth conversation with a new friend of mine, Mr. Michael Kutcher, who's explaining how he grew up, his different ability... And we did just get on the phone with a little girl who changed my entire life. And so I don't know if your family is better for having met you or you're better for having a family that just loved you. But the universe put me, and it's a little weird, I'm going to share the screen if you're watching it on Zoom. But if you're just listening to it, I think the sound might translate. Uh, Just to hear this beautiful girl, see what we just hear right here. What are you dealing with in your chair? Um, I have a disability called a cerebral palsy. I was born with it. Um, it can be hard at times, but most of the times I can deal with it. And I bumped into Christine. She's holding and working with my fitness product, Michael, that I created. And I was going around videotaping people and, you know, and it takes a lot of muscle coordination. And she sat there and she did it. My daughter was also about her age and her spirit and her joy and her smile. And we became family best friends. And I don't know why she smiles all the time. I've never met anybody like that. And I tell people as I'm thinking about her being this beautiful love of my life here, that on her, your worst day can be better than some of her best days because of some of the challenges that she's got. But she just changed my entire life. And just judging by, you know, talking to her on the phone, I've spent Christmases with her because she uh, has a mom. Her dad left because of her different ability. And her mom's been this angel. And, you know, talking to you, I very different, very different examples of what this crazy little thing is called cerebral palsy. But I wouldn't know it at all talking to you. Yeah. So, you know, 
I love the approach that she she takes and she's very positive and that's it's amazing, right? And I always say that, you know, things don't when people ask me, well, what would life be, be like if you if you didn't have cerebral palsy or you didn't have your other health issues, which we'll touch base here in a moment on. And I say, I don't know and I don't wanna know. Because Forbes, I, I don't feel that things happen to me. Things happen for me. And, you know, I wouldn't be here with you if I, if I didn't have a, a disability or, or my heart transplant or, or. You had a heart transplant? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, wow. So, like, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the ability to, the ability, right, to inspire people. Yeah. So, so you say I have a disability. Right now, I have a different ability. My ability is different than yours because I have the ability to inspire people. So don't tell me I can or can't do something. Maybe you can do it better. I agree. I'll give you that, right? But I can touch people better than you can because I have the story. I have the life that I've lived to be able to tell that story and to talk about the purpose and the perseverance and the perspective that you don't have. You know, I spend a lot of time with Les Brown. Have you encountered him? I I think I have in the club. Yeah, well, I would love you to connect to him. So Les has been this unbelievable motivational speaker, and he often talks about his personal story, also a twin, born on the floor of some project, I think in Detroit or somewhere, and he was labeled uh, mentally challenged. He wasn't the smart one. And it was a teacher who inspired him. So don't ever label yourself that way. And he's gone on to be one of the greatest motivational speakers of our time. And he also encourages people to tell their story. I want you to talk to my entrepreneurs who visually seem to have it all. But, oh, oh, something's just not enough. I mean, I literally asked my, my speakers today, what's keeping you from your greatness? And I got things like fear of success, fear of failure, uh, me, procrastination. I thought, Really? That's it. So, so I just posted a video on, on Instagram. Let me just tell you this. I'm not a big social media guy, right? Not a big social media guy. I have a fear of being in front of the camera. Believe it or not, believe it or not, I'll speak in front of 4,000 people, but I have a fear about doing a video of myself, right? And why is that? Why, why do I have that fear? I have that fear because it's uncomfortable. Why? But, but you know what? You know, there's one thing about things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. They make you grow. They, they give you opportunities. They, yes. So, so why not face those fears of that uncomfortableness and just face them head on? So today I just did my first real video on Instagram yeah, facing my fear of being on camera, and I'm gonna just you know continue to do it until it's comfortable. So, you know, Becky, I mean, I agree. Like people just need to get off their horse and do it. And I hear all the excuses in the world. I've had them. You know, um, for for ten years, I wanted to write a book. I thought, oh, you have a hell of a story, and people are telling me. Give a heck of a story, write a book. Right. Uh, I don't have the money. I don't know how to write. I don't have the time. And finally, about three years ago. 
Uh-huh. You know what I did? What? I wrote a book. Thank you, thank you. Because I'll tell you what, you know that procrastination? I often tell people that my ugly book is better than your no book. My imperfect book is better than your no book. So congratulations. Procrastination will kill you. Yeah. It will kill you. And so I finally, it took me three years to do it, but I did it. And uh, and I'm thankful for it. What's it called? Um, I have a pre-title right now. Um, and I'm going with Reject. Oh, that's interesting. Is there a subtitle to that? Uh, I don't have a subtitle yet. The reason being, I'll tell you why. Because, you know, if you look at the world of disabilities, there's obviously that thought there of, of reject. But then you start thinking about relationships that you're in. And maybe the, the feeling of being rejected in relationships. You start looking at you know, the heart, right, with my heart transplant of the rejection of the heart. So I thought it was fitting. Uh, you know, we, we got to get through some editing and different things, as you know, in, in the book world. But uh, that's one that I'm sticking with right now. Well, you know, as you said, that spirit just kind of said to me, reject is nice, but I like the word rejection. Yeah. That real that rejection and then maybe a subtitle because that hits home. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I've got my new book here and it's fascinating because I've been parts of lots of books. You would think at this point I had some, I have major bestsellers, but I'm always the the editor, the compiler, finally doing my own. And this is my next one called The ABCs of Pitching. And I I just got my doctorate. So yay for all of us for just- Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm so excited about this. I can't even express this to you. You know, we are going, I don't mean to- um, invade our privacy. Obviously, this is a public show, but I also stream it to my, okay. my my Facebook fan page. And Michelle MacArthur just popped in. There's a lot of people listening. Again, it's a very last minute. We never do this at seven o'clock. I just next week. The reason I'm doing this is that my the love of my life, a man named Joshua, after a horrific motorcycle accident, uh, built himself back. And on Wednesday, when my show goes live or when this will air, he's competing for Mr. Olympia. Oh man. And I am excited. I want to be there 100% for him. It's a very important thing because on January 2nd, this physically beautiful man was crushed by a car on his motorcycle. He still walks with a limp every day. He's in so much pain. But he said, I'm going to rebuild my entire body. And he did using his program. And uh, just fingers crossed because anytime you set out to do something that nobody thinks you can, we actually, in my life, we call it Forbesing it. Michael, I think we have to send you a hat because uh, I think I think you formed some massive stuff Forbes. in your life. <laughs> Forbes it. What have you formed lately? Come on, you look what. First what, of all, have you, what have you formed lately? I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I but love so, it. so Michelle wrote, 12-3-22 is not just International Day of Persons with Disabilities, but it's also. I guess she has some issue that she's also writing about different. I've never heard of disability. I yeah, like it's that. My, it's my term. So I I. I found the term, I trademarked it. Uh, like I said, you know, we're all different. We have all different abilities. Um, it would just really, because I, you know, when I ask you, Forbes, give me, give me two words that begin with the prefix dis, not disability. Any other two words? Disgusting. Negative distracting well that's what dis means dis means negative right so why are you why are you uh like we say on the playground when i was working up when i was growing up why are you dissing my ability 
Oh, dude, where did so I'm going to say some of this had to come from mom and dad because you have a beautiful outlook. You think so? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think a lot did. I think a lot came from my parents. A lot came from the way that they raised me to just keep fighting and perseverance. I think I think that a lot of what we gain in life is through the circumstances that we go through. You know, I've, I've just I've been through so much, and I often say that, you know, I had a choice. I had a choice very early on in my life, and I had one when I was 13 when I had my heart transplant, and every single obstacle I th- go through, I have a choice. I can either be a victim with it, or I can be a victor. And I choose to be the victor of my circumstances and not be the victim. Wow. So now let's go back to 13. One of the things that I do that I don't know that you're aware of, aside from teaching people to pitch, which is how to have conversations, how to get what you want. um, I do a lot of traumatic healing. I've been through also things in my life that have given me an insight and a gift that I'm wildly perceptive. And I take people back to a very early time and shatter their limiting beliefs for them so they can live a very bright future. I'm doing this for 28 years now. Um, And I just look at you and I'm, so wildly inspired 13 what happened that you ended up with a heart transplant um we don't know um i was uh to make a long story short i just got sick um i thought i had the flu Uh, my heart ended up being enlarged and i was given three to four weeks to live wow yeah and then and then um, I, my health actually deteriorated over the three to four weeks, and it came down to, you know, being on a what they call an ECMO pump, which is a large medical device that, that acts as your heart. Um, and then I, at that point, I was on the transplant list um, uh, with about twenty-four hours to live, and. You know, I, I was you know, graced by God, and within 24 hours, uh, they found a heart for me. Was it someone unheard of? Unheard of, right? Was it someone you? I know. I one of my. Yeah, st- I forgot your name right there. That's I, okay, I, Forbes. I got it. I got it. Forbes. Well, I'll tell you what. So one of my students in, in London is a liver transplant. And she and I have a lot of these conversations because it's been a powerful. One of the things that I that she did because of our work together, she'd always meant to write a letter to the boy's parents for the liver. And she never did. She couldn't get up the the wherewithal. And working with me, she ended up writing him a poem. And the night that she read the poem, it has to go through the agency before it can be sent on to the family. I've never heard anything like that in my whole life. Was your heart someone who was your age? Um, no, um, I want to disclose a lot, um, because it's a, a person, something I want to keep more personal. I, mean, that's I don't mean to be too by all means. No, 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 not at all. Um, you know, uh, she was a little bit older than I was. Um, and the, and, you know, I, I did reach out to the family, um, which is very difficult for me to do. And I, I reached out years later. And, uh, you know, sometimes you hear back and sometimes you don't. Right. Uh, and I haven't heard back. 
um, and I respect that. Um, and I just do everything I can to, you know, try to shine light on if that I was given. Um, because I mean, Forbes on on Sunday. What, what's today? The ninth. So on Sunday, the eleventh is my thirty second anniversary of oh post heart transplant. 32 years. Do you know what I've been able to do in 32 years? Do you make me cry, baby? You make me I cry. have I have an 18-year-old son that wouldn't even be born had it not been for someone else's gift. Mm. And I, I read that you know that you're very big about donors, and I that's why I brought it up so that everyone listening yeah. can hear this. Absolutely. It's it's vital. It is so important. And um, the medical technology today can help people live for years. And I'm living proof of it. And, and you know, that's my purpose. You know, I talk about purpose. And, and I feel that there, there is a reason why I have a disability. There's a reason why I was given a second chance of life. And it's to talk to people like you. It's to talk to audiences out there and show them the meaning of life, you know, and that, you know, I often say that, you know. Oh, you know what? I, I think I ran over my time. I, I'm looking. I'm so enthralled in this. Joshua, I'm so sorry that we've ran over time for our break. I just looked at that. Well, if you're like me, you're glued listening to this. And Michael, I'm so just, I'm, I feel so grateful, not only for all of us, but for everyone listening to this. And we got to take a quick little break. Please don't go away because we're going to wrap up and put a really nice button on this when you come back. You won't want to miss a word of this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. We're back to The Forbes Factor. This has been one of my favorite interviews of the entire year. It was the most spontaneous thing you could imagine. I'm here with Mr. Michael Kutcher, who is talking about what it means to be 
uh, a transplant, having a gift of that, of a heart. I've never met anyone who had a heart transplant. My mind is just racing with all the things that that means. And he's had it for over three decades. And then just talking about how he's making his life matter by sharing his gifts, his struggles, and inspiring other people. And Michael, man, you are so the man that I needed to hear tonight. I think we all did. Thanks, Forbes. I appreciate it. And spur of the moment, indeed, you called me and you said, hey, can you can you jump on 30 minutes? Uh, and, and, and I tell you, anytime I get to share my story, um, you know, I'm a believer of there are no coincidences. You know, they're just, there's opportunities. And, you know, um, you asked me to share my story and I'm going to share my story because I feel that whether I'm speaking on stage to an audience of 4,000 or your audience here, there's one person out there that needs to hear the message. And as long as you hit that one person, my job's done. Maybe that person's you tonight, Forbes. That's exactly what I was just thinking as you said that, that that person is in fact me. And then, of course, for the rest of you, uh, Michael is there. Michelle is there. They're all listening. I'll make this available to you. Got to tell you, you've got a, a lot going on in your heart and in this world. What's something you've not accomplished yet that you want to? Um, well, yeah, I wrote the book, so I want to get the book launched um, and, and get in the hands of, of everyone. They need to hear the message. Um, well, I've accomplished a lot. You know, and I, I'm grateful for so much. Um, you're just waking up every day. I'm grateful. Um, well, I, I want to circle back because I've lost two friends in the last two weeks, one 24 and one of his early 50s, both by their own hand. That seems to be a thing that is, yeah, I, I'm having a tough time right now. That seems to be something that's happening a lot. Uh, we hear about soldiers, 22 soldiers taking their own lives every day. I mean, numbers that you cannot even imagine. Um, what message would you like to share with anyone who's at a stage that they're thinking that this life is not worth continuing? I would say that your life has meaning, has purpose. You need to dig deep and find out what that purpose is and understand that that purpose may not be for you. That purpose may be for someone else, right? And that you have to, you, we, all, we all deal with struggles. We all deal with, with battles, with, with obstacles. And in fact, I don't, I don't even like to call them obstacles. I like to call them opportunities, right? Because with, I think with every struggle we face, there's actually an opportunity, but it really depends on the perspective that you view it as, right? And I think that that maybe you are struggling. Maybe you you have, you know, so I can't even think of an issue you may be struggling with, but there's plenty out there. But I think that if you change your perspective to think of how you can change this into an opportunity to do better for other people, then I think that could help you out of your struggles. Does that make sense? Well, so if you've got a down day, what do you do? If I have a down day, which I have enough of them, I stop and I think about what I do have in my life. 
not about what I want in my life or about, you know, I, what I wish I had or what about what, what does like someone else have that I want. I think about what I do have in my life and I appreciate that. You know, I, I, I often tell people that there's, there's someone out there that's happy with less than you have. Mm-hmm. So appreciate what you do have. You know, I, I have a beautiful home, a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. I have food on the table every night. You know, I have a job. You, you asked me, what, what, what else do you want to achieve? I don't know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with what I've already achieved. But I'm not one to give up either, right? So I want to take this speaking thing to, to another level. Okay. I want to. I want to. You know, be on more stages. I want to share my story more and more and more, um, with the book and everything, um, because I know I have value, and uh-huh. I know I know I have the ability to help people, lift people up when they are having a bad day and to inspire people to, to go on to greatness. Wow. Are you proud of your brother? <laughs> Immensely. I mean, my, my brother is one of the hardest working, um, smartest, kindest, loving people I know. And I, I don't just say that because of my brother at all. He like, wow. no, I mean, he, he is amazing. And everything that he's been able to do, he does selflessly, right? He's always looking out for, for the other person. And um, I take that back to my parents, to the Iowa roots that we, we were grown up with um no one's given a, a silver spoon right no one's just handed a plate of gold you opportunities look a lot like hard work <laughs> that's what edison said yes and, and you've gotta you've gotta fight for that and and put in the work and and then you'll reap the benefits but appreciate the benefits that you reaped mm-hmm. you know um one of the things that I remember reading about him, I don't know a lot, but I know he's an investor. That's his two things that I really liked was his yeah. prank show, because I, for 10 years, did something that involved pranking people. And I'd never yeah. seen anyone do that. That was very clever. But the, yeah. the quality of investments and where his brain must go, because he was an early adopter of a lot of things, wasn't he? And I'm telling you, the guy, I work in the world of finance, and but I, I went to school for it, right? I, I never... You know, he's, he's, like I said, one of the smartest guys I know. He can pick anything up. And, you know, he, he's, he took on his acting career and he, made, he was successful in his acting career. And he, then he just said, hey, I want to do something else. I want to try something else. And um, he's had success. You know, you look at things like Airbnb. You look at things like Uber. Um, he's, he's been there. Yeah, right there. Both of those? yeah, he was a, I believe he was a, an early investor in, in both of those, which are, which are two good picks, right? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure along the way he's probably had failures as well, right? Yeah. But, let's focus on the successes. Why did you choose to go into finance? Um, I was in the banking industry for years. I've always liked money, and nothing wrong with that. And um, I thought I wanted to be a mortgage officer, like a loan officer. And then uh, I worked in the banking industry for a number of years and actually left uh, when I was about 24. Uh, and then I I just still had this hunger for finance. So I started um, in the pension industry. Um, and I've been with the same organization for about 18 years and um, made my way up through, through the ladder there. And... Um, now I sell pension plans for a living. And how did you meet your wife? Um, surprisingly enough, um, eHarmony. Really? Yeah, we are a success story of eHarmony. I love that. Well, I think online dating is brilliant because otherwise you're just surfacely looking at somebody. You don't know anything about them. I, so- think, I think online dating is horrible, <laughs> honestly, for I'm not talking about Tinder, but you read a profile of another person, right? If you if you do it accurately and you yeah. do it if you do it um, methodically and you really take the time to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and match up with a, a good pairing. Uh, yeah. My wife is amazing. She's beautiful. She's my rock, um, and. Um, she's not she's not a public person at all and that's what I love about her because I think I try to do enough of that for both of us Um, and I respect her for that and um, for being private and um, I can't imagine life without her. oh I think that's so beautiful you know, when your kids, my kids are looking at me, I am a bit in the public eye and, and they are very judgmental sometimes about, you know, how I show up or I guess maybe all kids are. What do your kids think about you? Um, you know, we, we live a pretty normal life here in Colorado. Um, and uh, I think my kids just look at me as dad, right? And, um, you know, I, I try to not put them in the public realm and, and involve them. Um, I also hope that my kids look at my message and understand my message. I know they do. Oh, I, I know they do too. Because, I, of, because of the, the stories I hear when they come home from school about how they treat other people. You know, my, my son volunteered for a classroom with kids with disabilities. That doesn't happen unless he hears it at home. Right. That that doesn't always happen. Right. So I know that I don't know. my son ended up as the president of the feminist club. Not quite sure what's going on there. Very straight young man who just said, I value. And I think it's because he values his mom and his sister so much and realized the girls in school were not being heard. How crazy is that? But it's all about the roots. Right. It's all about the home life. And I think that that's really where. The foundation, I mean, I'm not telling anyone anything they don't know. The foundation of values and morals and beliefs starts, you know, um, it starts at home. Well, you are very lucky because I talk to a lot of people 
who did not have a rock solid foundation. And I would love to, whatever it takes for parents to be able to be there for their children, to be a united front, to not have to work two and three jobs to pay the bills so their kids are left on their own. I, and I, when I meet someone like you, who's a really salt of the earth, and I can hear your parents, how well they raised you to think the way you were thinking. And I look at the people that I admire, and it always goes back to their parents. I, I mean, it, listen, though, you know, I, I also, I want to bring a human aspect to this as well, right? Because I'm not perfect. I don't, I don't, I don't, I know, I know, I know. Um, But I embrace that. And I, I, I know some of my faults and sometimes it takes my wife to reel me back into some of the other things that I don't always view um, or I'm, I'm not aware of all the time, but like you when we talked about like being present with your kids and like not being workaholics, right? I, unfortunately, that is a part of kind of my upbringing, right? Is, is constant work and, and work is what drives you and, and that's where you get value and you got to put food on the family and you got to achieve success and go, 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 go. Um, and sometimes I, I need to eat some of my own cooking, as I say. Oh, I needed to hear you tonight. Yes. And just say, you know what? Stop. Stop. Take a break. Think about what you have, not what you want, and appreciate what you have in your life. The things, but most importantly, the people. Because Forbes, I'm living proof that you can wake up tomorrow and be told that you have 24 hours to live. It's all about perspective, my friend. Hmm. Wow. We have just a few minutes left. You've said so much. I don't even know quite. I'm just, I'm feeling so much. I feel so honored that that you popped into my consciousness. I was literally watching a video of you and your brother on something yesterday. I don't even know why. And now here you are. So there is a force at work, I believe, which is why you're compelled to speak, which is why I'm compelled to do what I do and get the message out there and to be a thriver, not a survivor. Uh, You have a beautiful story. I will, whatever it is I can do to help you in terms of speaking and getting your book out there. I've got people asking when's the book coming out and I'll I'll, I'll keep people in mind for you. Uh, What a beautiful heart. Um, What's one thing that you wish everybody would be thinking this holiday season? Wow. Um, I think I've kind of said some of it in different ways tonight. Um, It's not about the gifts. It's not about, you know, um, what your neighbor got, what your friend got. Um, It's about the time you spend. And, you know, I know people that have, a lot of money and they have a lot of things 
but there's one thing that they don't have that they wish they had more of. And it's the one thing that we all lose every single day. And that's time. So I just, I want people to, to think about that and think about the time that they have to spend with their loved ones and the time they have to spend with their kids and with their, you know, their friends. And once again, appreciate those people that are in your life because that's the most important thing. What a gift. What a gift you are to people around you. I'm crying. I'm sitting here and the tears are just rolling down my eyes, my friend. Isn't that funny? All right. We have run out of time. Uh, I just want to give you a big hug to everyone listening. What a blessed, beautiful show this has been. Michael, if people want to find more about you, how do they connect? I'm on all. I'm everywhere. Uh, at M. Kutch on Twitter, Insta, Facebook, uh, michaelkutcher.com. Let's do this again, my friend. Thank you so very much for being my guest. We will. We'll see you in the club. Bye, everybody. Good night. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.